Hello, everyone, and welcome to a, <clears throat> I guess you can call it a mini podcast episode tonight. Uh, I've done a few of these before without a host, a co-host rather. JT could not be here for um, work-related reasons, uh, and so yeah, it's just me. Got a few things that are, um, I feel, uh, time sensitive to talk about. Obviously, um, in in relation to the draft, the draft order. Obviously, we've got the uh, the tournament wrapping up, and uh, most people have. Their draft order for our league shake, their uh, draft order for our league uh, pick is all squared away. Sorry, I'm uh, I'm just noticing that I'm getting a live message here from Kyle Gerke. Um, what is this? Oh, he's posting last year's draft board. Sorry, anytime I get a message from Gerke on the group chat, I have a special sound because uh, he messages so infrequently that I want to see what he's putting up. Draft boards, you can see how shittier Jason draftmates pick. Well, that I think he's uh, he's he's posting that for old Benji because Benji was asking, or Benji was implying that he is not a fun league mate. Um, I don't know if that's because uh, he doesn't trade or uh, yeah, I don't know what he's getting at. We'll just have to see. But uh, we will touch on what type of league mate. Uh, everybody is, at least from my point of view, uh, just to give Ben and maybe Ken a little bit of insight into what I would say most people in this league uh, are like. So, for instance, I, I like I said in the group chat, Zoner is a boring uh, fantasy football uh, player. Uh, and, yeah, I'll just uh, go over a few of those. And uh, in the meantime, a few other things to get to first. Um, let's see here. Mowed the yard for the first time today. Uh, I know that's not really anything, um, exciting to most people, but holy shit. I definitely, as I get older, uh, start to understand more and more of Hank Hill's perspective on life, uh, especially when that comes to mowing the yard. There is nothing like it. Oh, I love it. You get home. The yard needs a fresh cut. Nice, sunny, warm day for the first time in God knows how long. And boy, there is nothing like just cracking open a uh, refreshing cerveza and getting out there and uh, giving the old yard a facelift for the first time after being cooped up all winter. The mower started on the first pull. Yeah, that is not... An easy task to accomplish, but um, yeah, so I knew it was going to be a good mo, and sure enough, it was. All right, getting into the meat of the pot. Uh, hey, uh, by the way, while we're talking here, uh, I did make it out and see Babs and Joby cooking in the American Royal Backyard series this weekend. Had a blast. Uh, Babs did everything. I just uh, was there kind of shigging and seeing what uh, what I could maybe steal from him on the circuit. Uh, and, I, you know, I lifted a, I lifted a, uh, a cutting board or two for him. But 
No, it uh, it was a good time, man. Him and Joby both did real well. Joby ended up with the first place in the state cook-off uh, category, which was cool. I've never gotten to see a live state competition, and, man, the way they do it is so badass. You literally, like, they have a fat table, like, full of steaks, raw steaks, and if you're in the competition, uh, you get drafted. They literally put, like, your name in a hat, and whatever order they draw you in is the order that you get to go up and pick your steak off of the table to cook. Um, and that's cool because, you know, obviously you probably know that in uh, most uh, categories, well, in all categories in a normal uh, competition, you are providing the meat. So, you know, you could be getting $150, uh, you know, prime brisket, but it's not going to matter because uh, the next team has a $250 Wagyu and it's just, uh, you know, you don't want to say you're wasting your money, but at that point it's just a whole different level with cut of meat. So uh, I like that the most about the state category is that it, the fact that you can go up and everybody's cooking from the same uh, cut of meat. Everybody has to choose uh, from the same pile of steaks. So not going to get an advantage right off just because you spent more money on a uh, better grade of beef. That's what I'm getting at. So that was super cool. Babs did really well too. Man, I thought his chicken, uh, he, he went with legs instead of uh, thighs. And thighs are your, uh, your typical competition chicken uh, is going to be thighs. There are people that swear by the legs. Um, and boy, Babs nailed him. He really did. He got like, he got in top 10 out of 30 teams. And let me tell you, man, those 30 teams cooking there, those are no joke. Those, this is the American Royal. I mean, I know it's the backyard series, but everybody that's cooking in this is cooking, uh, and some big, uh, big comps. And, uh, I got it. I got to hand it to Babs. He nailed the, he nailed that chicken, man. So great time out there. Old Gurgalurk even showed up for a minute or two. He actually was there for a while and, uh, he had a big load of dirt in his truck that he was going to use to fill in some holes in his backyard, he said. Uh, but it was great for him to get out. Him and I both, obviously, we're on the same uh, competition cook team, and we are just raring to go. So that whole day, we were, you know, of course, happy for Babs and happy to help. But the whole time, all we could think was how we wished that we were in that competition as well. Uh, but it was good to see Girk, man. Uh, hadn't seen him in a hot minute, and uh, good to see his smiling face. Uh, finally here, let's see what do we got for intro stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, also on the competitions, me, Troy and JT are going to be cooking, uh, in Osage city, Kansas, about 45 minutes to an hour ish away from the KC Metro. Uh, that's going to be, uh, April the 8th and 9th. That's our first competition of the year. So if, uh, nobody has anything going on and you're in town and, uh, you got a little while to kill. Uh, come on out either Friday or Saturday, the 8th or 9th to Osage City. And uh, yeah, we're, as you can tell, we're down some guys. You know, usually it's me, Troy, Ben, and Gurkle. Uh, but as life has evolved for uh, everyone in our uh, team, everyone on our team, you know, things change. Um Troy and I will be the original members out on this one. Gerke has some stuff going on. Ben can't get that that far away with the twins, still young, and with no help from anyone besides Lindsay on that particular weekend. It just wouldn't be, you know, I understand, man, leaving two little babies with one one parent, that's 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 rough. So I get it. I do understand, uh, but 
JT has stepped in in uh, Ben's spot, cooking the chicken category, a couple times actually, and you know what? Both times he he knocked it out of the park. The first time he did it, listen, this guy JT doesn't own a grill. You got to understand how impressive this is. JT does not own a grill. He lives in an apartment the size of a of a thimble. He can't fit a grill anywhere. So he doesn't have one. He obviously has grilled before in his life, but I'm just saying, guy with no grill shows up to, I believe the first one was Lexington. Now, Lexington is like 15 teams usually, but I mean, honestly, like these guys know their shit. Like the Lexington dudes, especially all are like Joby's buddies from the circuit. And then like a few local yokels, but it's like some dudes that know what the hell they're doing. And uh, which Babs cleaned house that day in Lexington. I think Babs did pretty well. Um, we were cooking against him. But all that to say, JT came in, knocked it out of the park. Uh, highest of any category for our whole team that day. JT cooking for the very first time using Ben's recipe and a backup uh, $30 grill from Walmart, a Weber ripoff. JT pulls out third place out of 15 teams in the chicken category. His first time ever, got a trophy. Uh, and let me tell you, that's exactly what I did my first time ever. Pulled out a third place in pulled pork, and it will hook you like nothing else. After that, you want to feel that rush. Um, no one that I know has felt that rush quite like Benji, who in this upcoming competition last year, uh, same place, Osage City, took third place in chicken out of 104 teams. And that 104 teams included the world number two chicken cook. It included slaps. It included jousting pigs. It included Ferg. Uh, it was an unbel It's an unbelievable field. I mean, that is a big, big KCBS tournament. All of the big dogs are cooking in that, including, yeah, like I said, slaps, all those big restaurants. Everyone's cooking at Q39. All these guys cooking in it, and little old Benji on a Weber kettle with a chicken recipe from 1996 comes in and gets third out of 104. Uh, all of our jaws were on the goddamn floor at that point. If only I can tell. I mean, honestly, I know I'm going on. I'm rambling about barbecue here, but, oh, man, that feeling. And I, It wasn't even me. It was Benji, and I still was, like, just in shock that, that our team – Someone on our team could do that. So that chicken recipe is out of this world. JT comes in. First cook gets third place out of however 15 teams or whatever. Uh, and then the following week, uh, it was back-to-back -back cooks. The following week was at Wellington, another small town out by where I'm from. Uh, and Ben, again, it, this was like right. The twins were very young. Uh, so JT steps in again. Uh, and again, this is his second time ever doing it on a different grill, mind you, because he didn't have the same person show up and supply the Walmart grill. I literally went on to Craigslist or not Craigslist. Sorry, uh, wrong year. I went on a Facebook marketplace the morning of the competition because we had no grill to cook chicken on because Benji wasn't going to make it and Kirky wasn't going to make it. So I go on to the Facebook marketplace and lo and behold, I find a Weber kettle for uh, $10, $10. And just over on the Kansas side, uh, looked a little rough, but it, I mean, it was standing, it was in one piece. I go over there, pay 10 bucks, load this Weber kettle up and uh, go straight to Wellington to the competition. Don't know anything about the grill. Get there and 
not in the best shape, but you know, solid. Uh, the little damper was kind of messed up, had to move that around a little bit, but I will be goddamned if JT didn't pull out another top score. He got sixth out of 17 teams in Wellington on that chicken. And to make that more impressive, the skin on his thighs burnt. He messed up a part of that recipe and left it on too long and it burnt the skins to where he couldn't even turn in the skins. So he took all the skins, the 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 burnt stuff off of the top of the thigh, uh, reglazed re it, put it back on, got him looking beautiful even though they didn't have skin. And he still, without skin, got sixth place out of 17 teams. So that recipe, man. Benji has got it dialed in. We are so looking forward to this year's circuit. We're going to get out there as much as we can. Um, hopefully, you know, at some point you guys can all make it out. And you know what? Goddamn, I know we're all so busy, but geez, I can only imagine how fun it would be to do like, a, you know, we've talked about it before doing just like a SIG EP, uh, basically cook off or something sometime. And even if we did like a rib shootout, uh, every man for himself and had some impartial judges that did it blindfolded and you couldn't, uh, you know, schmooze any of the judges. Like we know Razzie would pay to get some higher scores. Uh, that would be so much fun. We need to, we need to do something like that. I know how much we already have going on, but man, if we could in the upcoming years, uh, figure that out sometime. Uh, okay. Enough barbecue talk. I could go, I could do a whole podcast on just that. Uh, let's get down to some football stuff here, fantasy related stuff. So, uh, we know where everybody is on the brackets. I'm going to win the bracket pool, uh, and win the money of course, but that's unrelated as far as the brackets go for our draft order, uh, situation here. We already have eight spots decided. Um, and if you don't know from the group chat and which JT, I, I thank you for posting that you have like 10 times. I know. Um, so we have for the 2022 MSFFL draft in lovely table rock Lake, which I believe we have our house, uh, 2022 MSFFL draft at table rock Lake. That is August 26th and 27. The 10th pick in the draft is Aaron Babusa Lucas, who I have talked to extensively about this and he's not too upset with the 10 pick. He likes the back-to-back. Uh, -back. He likes that uh, day one, the night one, uh, round one will end with him. And then he has all night to sleep on his pick. Um, and, you know, so he starts day two. That's kind of cool. You get, you're the first person with two people. I, I think the 10th pick is tough. I honestly, I don't see how anyone in as competitive a league as this can win when your best player is the 10th best fantasy player, theoretically. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's tough. Even though, yeah, your second player is going to be right there, too. Geez, there's just a whole different tier from player one all the way down to player 10. Uh, but at any rate, I, I, I'd rather be there than where I am at in this list. Babs is 10th. Troy comes in at 9th. Uh, obviously, lucky to have 9, uh, that Kentucky game, man. Uh, 
if Iowa hadn't screwed the push for Babs, that very easily could have been Troy. But Troy's in it at the nine spot. Again, I mean, nine's obviously super similar to 10, not a big difference. Um, then I'm at eight. Uh, and that's where, you know, I pick at eight and then I pick again at what, 12. So a little bit of a, you know, a jump there. It's not like nine and you're turning right, right around at pick 12. I guess I'm at 13, eight and 13. So, um, yeah, five picks between. So that, that actually is a pretty significant jump. And then Kenny is at seven interested to see, uh, what Kenneth's fantasy football style is like. I I've heard from Sam and uh, maybe a couple other, uh, previous league mates of his that, he is not very successful at fantasy football. Um, so, like I said, I, I, I'm very interested in what he has to bring to the table. He's going to be at the seventh pick. That's kind of where I wanted to be was seven or six. But uh, this next guy at six is exactly where he purportedly wanted to be. That's Razzie at the sixth spot. Uh, I have a love for six because – the one year that I won the championship, I was the six, uh, the six pick, and I ended up getting Antonio Brown in that last year that he was a beast with uh, Pittsburgh. And next at five, uh, we have Kyle Gerke, the uh, most championship winningest man in the league. Let's see if he can continue his run. Then we have. Again, the most boring man in this league, Nick Zahner at four. Look, hey, Zahn, I, I, I'm not – here's the thing. Zahn took it he, – he was offended by it. And, yeah, I, okay, I'm calling him boring. I'm saying he, he picks Devontae and Aaron Rodgers or a combo of the two every year. I just – you know, I can't – I can't say too much. You know, he's he's like me. He's got a championship. He's got a, uh, a tattoo. But he consistently is in the playoffs. I mean, honestly, he is. And I think, you know, I call it boring, but he really just doesn't take those those shots on guys. Like, he's not going to reach for a guy like Michael Thomas that ends up being out for the season uh, in round six like some idiots in this league have been known to do. Um, he's going to get, again, the, the Aaron Rodgers, the Devontae, the – what do you have? Josh Jacobs, who's just like a solid running back. Typically, you know, he goes for guys like that. He never really has, or at least maybe it just seems this way to me, but it just seems like he's never got those like big boom guys, but he doesn't, he also doesn't have the big bus guys either usually. So that's just my impression of his honor, man. I, I, and maybe you guys can say that you think otherwise of his team, but hey, I will say this Zoner will trade with you. He will, uh, he's reasonable. He is a reasonable man. Uh, and if, you know, he's willing to go back and forth on offers, unlike some people uh, that just say, no, don't do a counter offer or tell you what they're thinking or anything. Um, so I appreciate that, Zoner. Then we have, man, this lucky dog. The three pick I think is great this year. Uh, JT at that spot, my esteemed co-host, couldn't be here tonight, but look, this is this is a make or break year for J Team. I I just you know it's one thing to be like a Razzie where you don't have a championship. Um, it's one thing to be like me or Sam or uh, Zoner or Babs who all have a championship and a tattoo. 
But JT, and I know it's only his fourth year, but three years and zero playoff wins. That that hurts. That really does. That hurts. Um, I, and I think that this is the year that it starts to get to you. Like, you know what? Okay, you can chalk three years up to, you know, happenstance or whatever. He did make the playoffs uh, his first year, but hasn't been back since. So I I honestly think this is a big make-or-break season for JT. He To have any credibility remaining, which – I know most people think that he has none as is. That may be fair. Uh, but to have any shred of credibility moving forward, and he has to feel this too, he has to win a playoff game this year. He's got he's got to get to the Final Four, um, which is just winning one playoff game. He's got to get to that Final Four to have any type of uh, substance to his name. I mean, he just – he's a lot of talk. And I'm not going to sit here and say that he has never had a good idea or made a good move in fantasy football because certainly he has. But you just got to see some results. Uh, and year four, no playoff wins. Uh, you just you know he's hankering. He's hankering. And uh, he'll never hear the end of it. He has got to get him a, a playoff win this year. Uh, and moving on, where there's two spots left, uh, Benji and Sam. Boy, Sam, the uh, hits just keep coming for your boy. He uh, just won the championship. Now he is going to be a top two pick in the draft next year. That's got to be a great feeling. Uh, Sam has Villanova remaining, and Benji has Duke. Um, boy, wouldn't that be crazy? There is a chance that those two could go to the championship against each other. That would be that would be wild. Um, but at any rate, those guys are both set up real nice. Uh, good luck to you both. I think if I'm either one of you, I'm wanting the two spot. The one seed is just for whatever reason, man, in this league, like I said, it is truly a curse. Um, it's, I, two years in a row, I had the one and, uh, I fucked it up both times, uh, on injury. So there we have it. We'll update that obviously as, uh, we get the final results, uh, but it's been fun. I really like this way of doing it. I, 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 you know, I know we've kind of done it different year to year, but this one was my favorite by far. It drags it out, uh, makes everybody interested. You have that much more invested in the tournament if you don't already have a lot. Um, so I love that. I, I hope that we continue to do this. This was my favorite way that we've done it so far. Um, so, yeah, there, there you have it. There is our draft order thus far. And... Speaking of the draft, uh, you know, there's been a lot of conversation uh, these last couple days about who to invite to the draft that is no longer in the league or that was never in the league or whatever. These, uh, you know, ancillary, basically, um, numbers for uh, just going to the draft and running the board and playing uh, Beer Olympics, having enough for an even number. Who cares? I mean... It's been a great time every year. Razzie's point that he just doesn't want any randos. He wants it to be something that you earn, like by being in the league, you know, not just anybody should go. Whatever, I understand that uh, point of view. Uh, but this year I know Chris is going. Uh, I think maybe Stott. That's, that's great. That's all we need. People are concerned maybe that Chris wasn't interested in going, but I can tell you for 100% sure after talking with him in person this weekend that he is more than excited. He is 
He's going to bring some surprises to the table. And let me just say, I know he's invested in it because he is spending money on um, items for the draft specifically. Uh, I think we may have found the perfect person to run this draft board because I can tell you he's going to be no nonsense. Uh, no more of this bab shenanigans where he just so happens to forget he's on the clock for three minutes uh, while everyone is screaming at him to make his pick. I can tell you Chris will not put up with that shit. He will nip that in the bud, uh, and you will be auto-picked. There will be uh, there will be no leeway this year. Uh, so let it be known, Babs. So it'll be good to have Slick back. Um, all right, I... I didn't want to make this one too long, and I've been rambling like a motherfucker here. I, uh, I've i been able to uh, partake in the devil's lettuce again uh, for the first time this year in a long time. Um, and as most of you, I think probably everyone listening knows, I got my uh, card, my green card, uh, my medical card, not my green card, Mexican joke in there somewhere. But I got my medical card. It's super easy to do. $54 in about a week of waiting time. Um, and I'm helping some other people do it now. It's super easy to do. Like I said, you can keep your guns. That's all bullshit. Um, I know that for 100% fact that you can have guns. And, dude, it's so worth it, man. It's so nice to just be able to, you know, not have to worry about hitting up a fucking guy that is probably zonked out of his mind and not going to hit you back up for three days when you need bud. It's just, man, it's so nice to just go into a goddamn store and they're everywhere now. And the prices have really leveled off in Missouri. I know that they were bad in the beginning, but everything is, uh, really calmed down and gone to like what the industry standard is. Um, but yeah, man, I could not recommend it more. And if, uh, if anyone's thinking about it, God, go and do it, man. It's so, so nice. Um, uh, let's see, five more minutes. Uh, I've got several things written down and I know I'm not going to get to all of them, but, uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, the chiefs are not moving to Kansas. That is just, I think it was just a slow ass news day until Andy Dalton, of course, the game breaker himself got signed to the saints. Congratulations JT for that one. Uh, Chiefs aren't moving, but JT, back to that. How how are you feeling right now as a Saints fan? You know for a fact that Andy Dalton will start games for you this year, whether that's because Jameis got hurt or Jameis is uh, playing poorly. Andy Dalton will start regular season football games for your franchise this year. That sentence alone, you said that you didn't hear the bell earlier with the, the South Park meme, and that was very funny and uh, relevant. However, the bell is ringing. When you're signing Andy Dalton and you know he will play meaningful snaps for your team during the regular season, the bell is rung. Uh, man, it's going to be a long decade ahead for these Saints as they rebuild with Sean Payton leaving and Obviously, Bree's gone, and they are just reeling right now. Um, God, yeah, I just have JT. Who is the Saints quarterback going to be? Yikes, in my notes. Um, so, yeah, I would love to hear some more of JT's defense. 
song suggestions. Uh, you guys are bitching about it because I haven't done it in a long time. I honestly didn't. There hasn't really been a good time where everyone, it seemed, was like engaged in the chat at the same time. But I'm just going to say fuck it and drop it in the next few days. And um, and we'll get what we get. I'm sure some guys will really be into it, judging by the response that we've had. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, ta -ta 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 -ta. What to watch? I've been watching some cool shit. Uh, that's going to slow down now that the weather's getting nice. But up until now... Uh, I've watched some cool things. I would say um, watch Windfall, a movie that just dropped on Netflix. If you haven't seen it yet, it's got uh, Jason Siegel in it. Uh, cool, cool little one and a half hour flick that uh, like a mystery um, crime, mystery crime thriller type deal. Pretty cool. Uh, and then the new Reacher. I started it. It's got Thad Castle as Reacher. Um and it's been decent so far. Then there is a show on HBO called Minx, and it is it's got Jake Johnson, who is the I don't know how to describe. Him. I, he's like the main dude from New Girl. Uh, don't make fun of me. New Girl is actually a very funny show. It should have a different title, and if it did, everybody would love it. Um, but at any rate, that one's good. That one is about. Uh, yeah, I'll just let you watch that one for yourself. It's really funny. And then finally, I'm just going to wrap it up here. I've got uh, work projects coming up with some league members. I've got uh, Sam's kitchen floor kicking off. Then I have a bathroom for Slick. And uh, a little later in the uh, spring, going to build a bar area for Benji. I'm actually really pumped about that one. That one's we're going to be able to riff on and have some fun. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for coming to my little mini pod. Um, sorry, I know I rambled, but when you're by yourself here and no one to bounce anything off of, I just kind of write shit down and go. So I wanted to fit in as much as I could. That's what she said. And, uh, until next time, uh, you guys take it easy. Thanks for coming.